I've got the guys in um, toxicology here right now. How you doing? And right, speaking right. with me, um, while the rest of the guys are setting up, I've got the singer, Mike Marr. What's up, Mike? How you doing, Nick? Good to be here. Now, who do I have with me tonight? And tell me what position uh, the guys in your band play. Well, we have Ryan Lewis right over here. He's the guitarist of the band. We have Devin Ray over there. Yep. Well, I'm not going to say over there. There's Devin Ray, who's the uh, bassist and Sweden of the band. And we also have Elias like Chaloub. He likes, he likes drums. And uh, uh, you're speaking as Mike Marr. I'm the vocalist of the band. Now, you guys are an extreme metal band. How would you describe your sound for people who have not heard of you guys <laughs> before? Well, yeah, more, more, more or less. It's like a bulldozer of noise and aggression and hate. Uh, to have a more literal description, I would say kind of like a mix of hardcore, a lot of punk, a lot of sort of like crusty influence, a lot of death metal influence, a lot of everything. But uh, definitely, there's not one band I can compare us to. We're just a kind of unique sound. Would you say, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, much. pretty, pretty unique. Pretty, pretty unique. unique. For this uh, mix of hardcore in your sound, what would you say it's more of? Like the New York scene, the DC scene, outside America? Where are you seeing this uh, hardcore uh, resembling your sound? Well, uh, whenever I think of hardcore, uh, mainly one of the first things I think of is obviously the UK with their whole punk scene, their anarcho anarchy punk and everything like that, such as bands like uh, Discharge, even uh, bands like Doom who are more extreme. But uh, when it comes to, if you want to talk like hardcore punk, we have a very heavy influence also from DRI, one of our favorite bands. But mainly uh, the English scene, UK, everything from over there, punk has just been solid, hard influences on us. Now, how do you feel about uh, the Exploited? Uh, the Exploited, a very good... Uh, I, I actually discovered them pretty recently, not too uh, long ago, but very extreme, uh, act, if I'm not mistaken, uh, are they in, I don't want to say it, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say it because I just discovered them recently, I was going to say are they a newer band, but I heard they're newer stuff, which is why I'm asking, well, but, uh, they've been around for a while, yeah, started, like, um, well, I yeah. <laughs> Jesus, they're going to hate it if they were like Don't learn hardcore! But, um, they're, they, they are really, really good. And for a band that especially gets such recognition, uh, like they're more well-known, so, uh, if you were to compare them to The Casualties, who are also a well-known punk band, but I feel The Exploited has more of a punch and more of a kick and harder feeling to their music, you know? More passionate when they do it. Important question. Yes. Ma the Massacre or Beat the Bastards? Ooh. Man, I... I do love Beat the Bastards. I'm not going to lie. That's one of my favorite songs. You know what? Yeah, just going to go straight with Beat the Bastards. First thing that comes to mind every time I hear it, especially, is Accept, you know? That's interesting to know. Now, what are some notable bands Toxicology has shared the stage with? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> well, not exactly notable bands, but... There, there was one pretty no notable show that we, we had to play by ourselves because yes. we couldn't find anybody else. Yeah, we uh, we played in the middle of the street for one of our first shows. Oh, that was incredible! And uh, you know, sound permanent and everything. And we happened to be covering a song by the crust punk band Doom called the uh, Police it, Police Bastard. Bastard. Um, <laughs> and it, it's very political lyrics. Very it's, uh, the lyrics are more or less Big Brother watching you, everything you see and do. Police, police it's bastard, a, police, police bastard. Exactly. It's basically like being and monitored. It, it was perfect timing because right after we were done playing, right sure after enough, the last chorus of police, police bastard, 
police showed up behind us, pulling right behind. up, and uh, they stopped their cars right behind us. So it, it looks pretty cool. So we have pictures of that up on yeah. our, uh, our Facebook right now. That was one of the highlights yeah. of everything. Cell, cell phone quality oh, revolution. But it was, it, was, it, was, it was great. Uh, but if you had to say a band that was pretty recognizable, uh, Bomb Scare, who I, uh, Ray Brutal, I don't really know his last name, but Ray, uh, I, I met him at Maryland, and uh, ever since then I've been interested in hearing his stuff. And they were one of the highlights of the uh, Thrash Festival we were at uh, recently. Now, Mike. Yes. Like quite a few other singers I know of have a, a huge respect for Phil Ensemble. Please tell me, from most favorite to least favorite projects Phil has been involved with, citing Pantera, Down, Super Joint Ritual, and all the other stuff, oh, too. Oh, that is so tough. I mean, automatically those are the top three uh, projects he's been involved in that, are, that I'm very, very fond of. I really, really love his also also his other project, Arson Anthem, which is straight hardcore punk, like crust almost. Um, I really love Superjoint. A lot of people dislike that band. It's 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 a crusty type of band. It's punky. It's sludgy. It's it's a really good combination of things. But it's hard to really choose a top. But I'm just gonna say Pantera number one because that's where I drew the most influence, and all of his other projects are tied for second because they're so good but nothing amounts to pantera for me especially far beyond driven and great southern tron kill albums are perfect ryan you far beyond driven alone far beyond driven is just strength strength beyond strength alone far beyond driven is probably the best album i've ever actually heard when uh with Phil Man, with for Phil a long time me and ryan when we were hanging out with everybody me and ryan would just play uh strength beyond strength <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again and uh, it was good, some, some good memories like that. But they were also one of the first metal bands I ever got into. So always going to have a uh, good spot in my heart, you know. What live shows have you seen of Phil? Oh, well, I feel pretty disgraceful being such a huge um, Phil Anselmo fan, but I've yet to see one of his bands perform live, which I'm pretty depressed about. I really want to see Down. I wish I could have seen Superjoint, and I oh, will I never... Oh, I saw twice at Maryland. I mean, um, oh. OzFest. Oh my down? god, they were fierce, man. Insanely, insanely. Down or super joint? Uh, super joint. Oh man, that's insane. Those are way back when, uh, he was really getting into his punk influence back then, because now he has Arson yeah. Anthem. Well, another band I really want to see, Arson Anthem, which he's doing. But he's not the vocalist for that band, he's more uh, the guitarist, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, though, with Arson, it's like... They play so few shows, and it's like all the members live in all sorts of different, very far away and separate scenes oh. i think they've performed maybe under 10 shows in their career yeah yeah but um the energy from those shows is probably unmatched by a lot of others starting up a hardcore intense hardcore bands like arson anthem sound i sense that you try to have a message in the songs you write what are you trying to say well for lyrics that are previously written to this point <laughs> uh the lyrics basically the idea of them were supposed to be anti-controlled and by that we mean like um, our big, my biggest idea of it is like a North Korea type of place, like a police right. state, and um, having con total control, like police state, pretty much. Uh, our lyrics originally are supposed to just be anti-police state, but have developed since then to be more with that theme and uh, internal conflict and uh, horrors within your mind and everything, just like a whole varied thing, not so much just one thing like anti-you know politics, like most. Uh, grindcore bands or whatever too nowadays because it's fun writing about it but there's only so much you can write about you know i see now 
if you were given authorization to be president for one day, <laughs> one day, oh, God. what would you do? Make oh. sure it's something meaningful since the, since the next day, everything will likely be rescinded and you'll probably be executed the next day. Well, if, so, if Mike became Lord. president, I'd move to Sweden. <laughs> I'd, I'd move to Sweden anyway, but uh, if I had, definitely move to Sweden. If I had the power, Fun. If I had the power I, would definitely, I would definitely force everybody to move to Sweden. Sweden or Germany or Japan because uh, this place, it's, it's something else right now. It's definitely in a situation that uh, one day of presidency, presidency could not really uh, un unchange, you know. Do you see yourselves playing any more shows in the middle of any streets in the near future? Give me a street and I will play there. Absolutely. I 100% agree with Ryan. 110% because, uh, I mean, no matter what shows we're going to play, that will be... Oh, yeah, that's always going to be our favorite due to the energy, the spontaneity, and uh, I'd probably screw that word up, but uh, just the sheer fun. You want to say something, buddy? And the likelihood of the cops showing up and not being able to do anything about it. Yeah, there's really nothing that can really touch that. Unless we play with, like, big bands like McGurder Grind or Converge, that would kind of blow. Or Insect Warfare. Or, oh, if if insect reform. Warfare, Ever Reformed, or Disrupt if they, oh, um, I'm getting too excited now. Yeah. <laughs> getting me excited there, Devin. Oh, Devin Sue. So I saw Mike at uh, Maryland Death Fest this year, as well as last year. What did you pick up about the professionalism of some of the uh, bands that you got to see, such as Witchhaven, Extortion, Agents of Abhorrence, Ghoul, Cokebust, and Hellbastard? Okay, well, I'm going to start off from uh, Most Impact. Uh, when I saw Hellbastard, they were very, very groovy thrash band. They were really cool. I don't know, I don't know why I said start off with Most Impact. That's wrong. All right, so starting with Extortion and Cokebust, even Magruder Grind, who played uh, a year or two ago, when I saw these bands perform, these in particular, their scene mainly is a very fast, uh, sort of like a grind sound to them, where they're all blast beats, then really fast D-beats parts, and each song's about a minute, minute and a half, 30 seconds, or if Coke Bust, 10, 15 seconds per song. <laughs> they're the bands that have the most, not, not so much influence, but more like that awe, where it's kind of like they can play a 15-minute set, or I think a Coke Bust was 10 minutes total. And out of a 30-minute set, they just stop, and then everyone just goes crazy. That was like people's bands of the weekend just in that 10 minutes. To have that sheer like energy and that sound and that passion to be delivered like that and have people look at you in such awe is just inspiring. It's really inspiring to see that because that, that was amazing. But I have to say, out of the, out of the bands, Ghoul was my, by far my favorite. After seeing, hearing them years ago and then seeing the performance, it was way over the top than anything I could have ever expected. But uh, with professionalism, they definitely have it down tight. They don't. They just go straight to the point with the music. There's no, well, looks like we're here again, guys. Give me a yell. There's none of that. If anything, Ghoul, if anything, Ghoul um, kind of just beat like right to it. And they would joke around. They would be like, oh, Crips Alvena is nice this time of year. But they would really deliver. Th that's their presence is the thing. They're not just like a Bruce Springsteen or whatever. Just like, oh, so how is everybody in Colorado? Just going to talk for 20 minutes. How did you feel like... um? These bands have, like, influenced, like, your stage banter. My stage banter. Well, um, I feel, from these bands, not so much. I mean, the grindcore bands, uh, the energy of the singers just try to keep moving the entire time, not to be a boring person or anything. Uh, I, I think uh, for the rest of us, uh, we gather a lot of influence from uh, a lot of punk bands. Like, we don't just stay still. We, like, put ourselves into the music. We're not playing songs where we're we're with the songs while playing them like we put our our energy into it rather than just sounding like a like a regular boring like studio recording you could feel the passion but um if i could say personally 
for what I do when I'm singing. Uh, I gather a huge influence on early Phil Anselmo, the way he moves around, the way he gets aggression, the way his presence is with people. Um, Brian, who would you say you gather influence from for guitars? Like when you're on stage, like general? Oh, just like stage like presence wise or anything? Even oh, uh, God, playing I don't wise. even know, dude. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't try to model after anyone in the, in that regard. I don't try to model after anyone in that regard. It's more just I'm just sort of up there playing the music, and that's all I really need to do. Unless, you know, there's something important, I guess, or something cool that I could think of. But. Well, indeed. Uh, <laughs> Devin, where do, you, where do you stand on this? Um, probably uh, the bassist from Converge, Nate oh. Newen. He's in, like, three other – well, two other bands besides Converge, but I don't know. He, he plays bass, and it's just like you watch him, and you, you, you just get – Energized just watching Unreal. him and the rest of the band play. Uh, speaking of bassists, uh, I remember I showed you Gorefest a little while ago. Their lead singer is the bassist of the band. And I'd say for both of us, that's like the biggest influence ever. Yes. He has oh the most God. aggression on his face, and his voice mm-hmm. is below anything I've ever heard, even more so than Barney from Napalm Death. Yeah. And their songs are just unreal, and his stage presence is unparalleled that, by a lot that's of that's a That's a pretty good compliment, especially if it's better than Barney from Napalm Death. Uh, that, that's saying <laughs> something. Gorefest, Definitely if you ever song. happen, please, please get back together. Now, Mike. Yes. What do you feel like the Napalm Death song, You Suffer, really says to you? <laughs> Well, um, the song You Suffer basically is a search within one's mind to fight off internal conflict because the lyrics, You Suffer But Why, are delivered in a split second. <laughs> just like that. Just. <laughs> and the way it's delivered, it kind of punches you. And you sit and think, and you're like, Why do I really suffer? Like, there's so much just to think about when that happens. Right. And then you just lock yourself in your own room for like a week trying to ponder. Why do I suffer? And why is it only Napalm Death that realizes and this? And you're just staring in the corner of your room, and you'll never understand why we suffer. Is that all you want to add, though? Because, I mean, it really was a very complex song. I mean... In my eyes, at least. Past yeah. the third solo, it starts to get so crazy that it, it starts losing it. It's like, it's, it doesn't have any more lyrics. It just turns to Allman Brothers for a while. Uh, Ryan, yeah. it, it, it just gets really chaotic, and there's, and there's this really intense... Uh, part where you have to play rhythm and lead at the exact same time, and it's like you have to have six hands to do it. Right, and but it's, and, and it's the hardest thing that we've ever done. And it's literally like the blast beats aren't even blast beats; they're just some, for about like five minutes. In yeah, a row. like some bands actually will actually go out and buy a machine gun just just for the occasion where they're going to play. You suffer. That's how you always know when they a band's just start play. firing into the air, and that's. That's it. So that's why if you ever see a band with guns, never feel intimidated. They're just playing some new soccer. <laughs> I take it, speaking with some of you guys, it'd be a wise mis- business move to take a trek out to in a van to play shows in, say, Baltimore, D.C., and Northern Virginia. What would you say that scene would be most friendly towards the music you are creating? First thing that comes to my mind from all that is McGregor Grind from D.C. I think if we ever played with them or in that area, we would get a good... Uh, Reception. And tragedies from that area, not too far around yeah, that area. Yeah, not too far from there, and they have a very, very intense sound, and I feel like we could get a good reception from that yeah. type, because we're in that idea of it, not so specifically like the same genre or anything. But um, mainly Washington and... Um, yeah, I'd love to play it on there. 
and definitely uh, wherever Siege was, um, uh, where were they, Massachusetts? Oh, Austin. Or Boston, too. I'm sorry. Wow. Boston, Austin, anything. Anything like oh. that. Any any, t any Austin <laughs> type of sound would be perfect. Scene. Even Cali, that would be great. Oh, my God. But we're, we're thinking too far. Oh, way louder, with, though, with, with nausea and terrorizer from, oh, my God. Those two alone. Trash talk. <laughs> now, what are your personal feelings on metalcore scene oh, and the deathcore bands that are out now? Well, I I was a big fan of metalcore back in the early days with uh, bands Ooh. like like uh, <laughs> Poison the Well. They were a phenomenal metalcore I band. I happen to also be a fan of them. And um, I, back then. I don't know. I think the I think the scene right now is getting a bad rap. You know, just like any other kind of scene that gets very popular, there's always going to be other bands that dilute it and dilute the integrity of, uh, integrity yeah. of it and then you kind of just like sit back and look at it and you realize it's not it's they're not really metalcore in that sense anymore they're not really part of that scene and i i think uh i think there's still some good metalcore acts around there uh, i do agree i mean uh it's just it's gotten so out of control mainly because of the not the music i mean the music is not my type but i would never talk down because it's just i don't listen to it it's more or less the fans and the crowd for that specific like uh, type of music. Like uh, if you were to go to like a Waking the Cadaver concert, you would find people you would really like. Like they're very aggressive in a bad way, where they'll they'll be moshing or whatever, but they'll attempt to really hurt you. But meanwhile, if you go to a place like Maryland with thousands of people or so, they'll be moshing. People will be drunk, will knock you over, and will still pick you up if you fall down. At other shows, like with metalcore concerts, that's where people just go wrong. They just attempt to hurt each other, yeah. and I see that as a huge problem. Yeah, I mean, even 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 just beyond that, I mean, personally, I don't pay attention to the scene too much because it's not my, I don't listen to it. Smart, but but yeah, sorry, but um, but but I mean, I think that it's that it's a really easy all all those genres are really easy to do very badly. But it's also that's where it goes wrong. It's and that's where it goes wrong. But it's also very rewarding when they are done right. Absolutely, because um, not metalcore specifically, but with breakdowns. Like, yeah, like at, e like even deathcore. Look at Pantera breakdowns. Even those exactly. are pulled off so correctly and so well. Right. And then bands now are just kind of it's just and that's fine. It would be fine if it was one part, like in a death metal song. Right. If it's but, like a little five second. But like, they carry it for like five minutes, and that's every song. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's just, it's like, just loses creative. Just like why? <laughs> Still need to see a deathcore band do a uh, do a breakdown in binary. <laughs> <laughs> just play your lyrics with one with frets one and zero. That's enough about that topic for right now. What do you think, like? If you were at a deathcore show and you were performing, what would you say to those fans that, because, I mean, if you go to even, like, some ro hard rock shows, like, say, Guns N' Roses or something like that, unless you're at, like, a death metal or thrash metal or maybe even black metal show or, like, grindcore or power violence, people just don't understand. It's like, people get knocked down, you better pick them up or else they could seriously get hurt or worse. Exactly. I mean, if we're playing, like, my policy... On people who are who are just way too aggressive in the pit, you know, first time it'd be like, "Hey, simmer down. You gotta calm down, buddy." Yeah, and if that doesn't work, then single them out, make them feel bad, and hope they go home. And if it pisses Ryan <laughs> off enough, he'll get to the point where he'll threaten you that he'll and, eat your family. Yeah, and I will. I will eat your family. That's that's a promise. Oh, he will. <laughs> if it gets to that point, 
And trust me, you don't want Ryan to get to that I will point. look at all the ticket stubs, and I'll find yours. Speaking of the aggression, uh, Ryan's speaking, uh, thinking of uh, shaving his eyebrows. <laughs> so if you get these threats from an eyebrowless Ryan, you're going to be pretty intimidating. Oh, dude, Ryan, let me give you some advice. Just only shave one. It'll look better that way. No, I'm going to shave stripes into him. <laughs> He's a gang member now. Wow. <laughs> Just, is that a gang thing? <laughs> Just draw the other one with Sharpie. your teeth down next? Oh, my fans. God. It's gonna be fangs. I'm gonna have no eyebrows. You I'm gonna gave have us a, a genius idea. It's gonna be great. Yeah. No eyebrows. Shit. <laughs> yeah. It'll be amazing. Well, thanks for the idea, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Would you say though, with the metalcore and deathcore and scene and all that stuff, <laughs> would you say it's pretty much all the same, or do you feel like there's any sort of real distinguishing qualities to differentiate any of them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, with scene. Um, I definitely feel, not scene in particular, like the American scene, definitely, uh, where it got its influences, Japan, with their visual key, visual, visual K, uh, scene, which is where the scene influence here got its idea, like its influence. In Japan, their music sounds similar, but more passionate, like you can feel they really write their music. And with their with their uh, whole scene they're doing with like the makeup and dressing up like women, I mean it's 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 funny for us, but yeah. for them it's just it's part of a, an artistic thing, you know. Like a lot of mm -hmm. bands like Deer and Gray, um, uh, Oz, Death Gaze, a lot of other Visual K bands like that. X, 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 and uh, Grugamesh, and yeah, X Japan. A I lot mean, of X used to be called X Japan until like they found out about that L A band. They're like. Geez, we better change our name to X Japan because people are confusing uh, us LA with X. Their name. Yeah, that's why it should have been. <laughs> what what should it have been? X American X Japan. Oh, X L A. X L A. Yeah, and, and see, yeah, and they're from California. Party so they can pull on, that off. dude. And that could be the chorus, like X L A. It's And it would just be, it would be great. That that's a Grammy right there. That would be a number one hit on the radio. Every surfer yeah. would be required to listen to that. Like, to if we got signed and went into a studio and did what we just did, perfect. They would probably be like, all right, you guys are going to be bigger than Bruce Springsteen now, so <laughs> you're going to need to get bigger. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. It's like Bruce Springsteen meets Rammstein. He's going to be like, both of them are going to meet up to meets our converge. band. They're going to be like, listen, dude, you guys got to stop what you're doing, and you got to simmer down. You don't know what this music is you're making. That's what it would be like if Converge, Rammstein, and Bruce Springsteen came up to us. <laughs> After so, writing that. But how far do you think we're, we are from uh, hearing you guys play? Uh, right now? Or? What, is in like tonight? Well, probably, yes. oh. I don't, um. Take a look at it. Uh, I would not at least seven hours. <laughs> uh, maybe Minimum. like six days. Um, on a serious note, yeah, I'd say maybe. We are not turning any lights off in here, by What'd the way. What, this? I, I would say honestly, like fifteen twenty minutes, probably. 15, 20 minutes. I mean, okay. I mean, beyond, beyond beyond adjusting like levels and stuff, but that shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, I mean, our set's gonna be like <laughs> like five seconds, <laughs> so it'll be it'll be it'll be fine. So it won't so be. What is too it gonna much. be like? Forty songs that are like uh, twice the length of you suffer. Well, or something? if you've ever heard of it, it's gonna be yeah. like the Magruder Grind yeah. album, sixty-two tracks of thrash. It's just gonna be da -da -da, next song, da -da -da, next song, da -da -da, next song, mm. or like a gorefuck nosebleed. That's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna play one hundred thirty-seven thousand songs in five minutes. Yep, yeah, we're pretty good at it. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be great. Now, with your, I mean, with your guitarist, I take it he really is into the Swedish death metal scene. Tell me, if you had a high-powered military jet and you could fly out to Sweden, what guitarist would you kidnap and force to compose and record music for your next Probably album? Probably the guy from At The Gates. 
Oh, but mostly God. because, honestly, I actually don't listen to that much Swedish death metal, and I should, and I know, but I am really lazy about it. Um, but so I'd probably take the guy from At the Gates of the Haunted. But oh yeah, well they're the oh, same guy. Yeah, the same, same guy. guy. Um, well, no, the other one. The guy from there or the Haunted? I mean, they're the yeah. same, but uh, well, also like, um, I know Devin also uh, the guitarist from Entombed, guitarist from Dismember. I'm sorry. Other Swedish bands like Grave and Unleashed, those big four, Grave and Unleashed, Dismember and Entombed, those mm. big four bands, like, they, oh my god, they blow any other big four combination out of the water. Like, they're, they're insane. So any guitars from those, really. And at the gates. And haunted. <laughs> and what would you do with this guitarist after you recorded with him? Staple him to my basement. And keep him down there for when we practice, and then he can give us compositional insight. And force drink him to the point where he doesn't even know what planet he's on. He will believe that he's in Sweden. He'll but think like, oh, the Sweden doesn't look this way, does it? Oh, drink some more, dude. Oh, dude, I'm back home again. <laughs> he'll start hallucinating <laughs> snow. And he'll start speaking Russian. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and you could, like, chain him up in the basement and call him Sloth. Oh my god, yes. his name's gonna be Sloth. Perfect. Sloth. We need it. <laughs> Sloth. <laughs> Yeah, but um, Gorsh, which is also Ryan's alter ego, is gonna be feeding him, and uh, that's gonna be a fun thought. He's gonna be feeding him from, like from like one of those horse masks where he just eats from there. It's just gonna be, <laughs> and Gorsh is just gonna threaten him to eat his family the whole time. So no, no happiness. I will eat your family. I will eat your, your family. All right. Yeah. Now, next. Take in a minute and pause in for a second. What major change that you know would be beneficial to bring you more success, but also would be difficult to put in place, what would that be? Playing more like, equipment. Well, yeah. Uh, Lots playing, of equipment. Playing uh, Bruce Springsteen-esque songs, basically. Uh, anything Springsteen, anything U2, anything um, uh, R.E.M. That's where we gain most of our influences, right, guys? Metallica, definitely. After the Black Album. After the Black Album. <laughs> Nothing beforehand. All that stuff is just for weirdos man all that <laughs> stuff would definitely help catapult us into the uh, scene we're looking for yeah but i mean in all honesty in my opinion it would probably honesty. <laughs> like there's any of that uh but seriously though um for for this band in order i think i think it would actually be getting another bassist and moving devin over to guitar yeah i mean would be, would make it fun it would in my opinion it would beef up the sound you know having two guitarists me on rhythm i guess or whatever uh, not even making the distinction but then we have to integrate a new band member, so that would understandably be difficult. I agree entirely. Um, also, if we played, I mean, not so much more like getting big, but like if we wanted to connect it to like goals, playing with Magruder Grind or Converge would just get Anything. us in a good scene like trap that. Them. Uh, trap them. Tragedy. To play with trap Tragedy. Uh, Mortadod. Black Breath. Tragedy. Oh my god. Trap them and, bra and Black Breath. Black Breath? <laughs> Black Breath, eh? Black Breath. Playing with other of them would be amazing. Or Megabeth. <laughs> Megabeth. But I mean, like, if we're gonna be big, we'd like to be in that scene big. Nothing, like, huge. We're not, we're not one of those. Uh, we just want to be, like, you know, like, a band to play and have fun or whatever. Just be with bands that we like, you know? Yeah. That's Co basically just, like, one Co of our goals. Collectively, we do not make up a, a single Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, man. Not Miley's even a fraction. got such talent, though. Listen, man, if I could sing like Miley Cyrus, I would be doing that for a living, man. <laughs> this uh, this whole scene, man. Yeah, man we just, just go bubble up, bubble bubble We, oh we would turn into bubblegum octopus. It'd Welcome be to the death world. Do it for the devil. Do it for the Baby metal, man. Oh, yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Done. But uh, bubblegum we'll octopus. Add it to Scott Weekend and Volska. I just want to say bubblegum octopus. 
Yeah, let's just plug them Bubblegum right Octopus. Just Bubblegum Octopus. Go look octopus. up Bubblegum Octopus. Look them up right now. Look up Death World and Meow Flute. That's it. That's all you need to listen. <laughs> then turn off your computer, go to a corner of your house, and never live ever again. And look up G-A-N... G-A-M Style by P-S-Y, the Korean guy. This pop song is called Gundam Star, but it's not really spelled like that, and it's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Whoop, 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 a Gundam Style. And that's basically the funniest thing ever. Man, for, for the ten hours, we had technical difficulties trying to record. Seven of those were Gundam Style being played repeatedly, permanently, while I was playing Doom 2. So, I had the very easy end of the deal. Wow. Now, I was wondering... Who do you think is more talented singer, though? Me. Or I mean, Definitely who, right. who do you think is more talented musician? Me. Baby metal or <laughs> Kyaru Pamu Pamu? Pon 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 So uh, I think I'm legitimately the only person in this room who doesn't know that song. You got to wow. do a grindcore cover though. Done. With uh, something along the lines of that would be alright. <laughs> dude, dude. That singer and baby metal should do a crossover album. Oh, man. If they did It'll that. be like the worst of both worlds. Oh, <laughs> uh, it would. Uh, I would probably flush my face down the toilet if that ever happened. I wouldn't think of anything else. And to I'd sell records. And that's why it will happen. Uh, that's true. That's definitely true. You know, we should go on a tour with them. We should. Both of them. Done. Sounds good to I'm me. Down. And we'll change our names to the Unincredible Grease Mongers. Done. And uh, we, we will get millions of dollars. We'll be richer than any band. Ozzy? Nope. We're going to have twice <laughs> the amount of money. <laughs> now, how much influence do you feel like in your new stuff you take from Rebecca Black? All of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. Hands down. And more. Well, it is Friday, guys. Yeah, it, it is Friday right now. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to tune our style. Well, not really. Tune our style. We're going to tune our stuff to uh, Friday. To F for a Friday. And uh, I'm going to replace all my L's with R's. And then uh, every every sentence is just going to have Friday in it. It's just going to be snuck in there. Like, the end is coming Friday. Near. We're just going to keep doing stuff like that. Rebecca Black is one of the uh, <coughs> best <coughs> musicians I've ever <coughs> in my life. <laughs> Blows Jim Morrison out of the water. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, her, Justin Bieber, that stuff speaks to me, man. That stuff is just so... That is quality. That is quality music. It's quality death thrash. It speaks to the... Th it's it's to the soul. It speaks to the throat. It's quality death thrash, you know? Like, it, it's just so good. Now, I feel like a part of me died what by saying that. Screwdriver? Uh, All right, so you guys getting some drinks. So, Ryan, jokes. What it, hang on. What do you call a, what's the guy again? <laughs> what do you call a seal that's covered in slime? Uh, gorsh? Yeah, you call him a gorsh. Actually, you know, instead of jokes and beating around the bush, we came up with a uh, Pokemon number 152 of the original generation called Gorge. And it's going to be a muck, but uh, greasier. And our influence for that was we were coming up with stupid names for bands like Motley Goo, G-U-E. You know what? Do you want to just... You wanna the Gorge. you want to just like, read off the, the least do offensive it. ones? Just do it. We're going to read right. off some of these bands for you. All right. This is going to be great. This is actually quite awesome. 
So, I'm going to just uh, pull out my handy-dandy list here. <laughs> handy-dandy list. All right, Steve. <laughs> All right, so the album's going to be called Puns and Roses. Oh, God. We're going to do covers of, uh, of Hamstein, <laughs> uh, Slink 182, some Snail Storm, get some Motley Goo on there, you know, the classics. Uh, maybe, maybe cover some Glare and some Megabeth. You know, maybe throw in some sleeves of the Stone Age. I don't know. <laughs> you know, what about uh, we, the, the Mars Volta, as in my last name? Yeah. Um, yeah. we got uh, Slinkin Park. We're gonna cover. <laughs> oh, we're gonna cover all the albums. <laughs> oh my god. The uh, the Greasley Boys. <laughs> oh, and we cannot forget. We need to dedicate an entire disc on that box set to uh, the uh, Greasels. Absolutely, and it's gonna yeah. be. It's gonna be. Oh, I can't speak. Absolutely. It's going to be called Box Ecology. Yeah, box see, I, but I think the most challenging thing for us is going to be covering Pandalum. Pandalum? Pandalum. Oh, man. Or maybe even Moldplay. Like, I don't know what's going to be the most challenging for us to switch to as a band. But as you can tell, this Probably is Probably Motley be Goo. Motley <laughs> I can't sing like my testicles are shot into my upper chin. Oh, don't, don't, don't even worry about it. I will handle it. Yeah, King Diamond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Agent Steel. See, but I think... <laughs> And Fastkill. Fastkill has the highest vocals. They're from yeah. Japan. They play Yo, fast It's metal like they crazy. threw a chihuahua Japan. into a wood chipper. It really is. It's... higher. It's so yeah. good. Then you have Agent Steel. Agent of Steel! Agent of Steel! Masters of Metal! Yeah. Some of those... Uh, you know what we do need to... You know what we should We should have figured out how to play? Space Boy. Your Actually, beat you know, is I'm, one I'm of our biggest influences. I'm gonna go ahead influences. and uh, and should I like call from here to request that or? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to. What's the number? Nine seven three. Hold on. Give me the call on for requests. Nine seven three six five five four two five six. Got that, Ryan? Got it. Oh, calling it in. All right. Ryan's just calling his dad. Just give me a sec. Hello. This is Domino's Pizza. This is not WMSC. He got the wrong number. I'm sorry. Oh, well, can I get the large with uh, meat lovers and stuffed crust? Crust? Oh, I'm sorry. We're, we're making hamburgers. Today. We're out of crust. It, it's a crazy day for us at Domino's. Hey, guys, I'm sorry. Need more All right, Anyways, well, what, what do you want to hear, though? Give me some more cheese. What I want to hear is uh, Space Boy by. Who does that? And it's by Dave Waters. Wad Rogers? Dave Rogers. By uh, Dave Rogers. Excellent. <laughs> Alrighty, then. Thanks a lot. I'll take care of that. <laughs> I'm serious though. We better play this. Do you have it on your iPod at all? <laughs> I think I do. If not, I'll run upstairs and get mine. Okay, please. now Mike. Yes. Very important question. Go. Yeah, ask us serious questions. Heidi Joe's beef jerky, or the one with <laughs> the the other one with the cactus These on it. These questions are way too serious. Uh, I can't absolutely this. the one that has the the drier spice to it. The one that's not teriyaki. The Heidi Joe's is by far my favorite. Heidi Joe's. So good. Yeah, this teriyaki is just kind of greasing my mouth right now. I gotta like yeah, it's it's brutal, man. Oh yeah. But um, when I eat that, it feels like a desert in my mouth. It feels so good, so spicy and relentless. Should I do it? Do Should it. I do it. Should I do it? Yeah. I'm gonna pull. Uh, this is off to my friend, our friend Adam Goodhart's. Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> Dry as a desert. And I apologize for that statement. I don't. <laughs> I rescind your apology. Brian hates my ex-wife. I do. They never got along. She he, he shaved his eyebrows, and she said, "In protest. Oh, did is something wrong, Ryan?" And he said he would eat her family. There was just no beating around the bush. Did and she he, say thank you? Yeah. She she just ran away, cried, and then said that was it. And I didn't know what to say. And then I looked at Ryan, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go home and 
bath myself. And you helped Ryan um, get a good lawyer, and she won. Uh, she lost custody of the kids, right? Absolutely. Ryan has my kids right now. Yep. He's raising my little kid, um, Tommy Downey Jr., the 14th. Tommy Downey Jr. And Elias is its uh, is their aunt. He's, he's doing a good job. Devin, Uncle Devin, is the best. Uncle uh, Goobin. Uncle Durbin. Durbin. Uncle Goobin. <laughs> Durbin. But um, Durb. my family's doing pretty good. I don't have to control these guys. Okay. Without them, my kids would not uh, be. <laughs> you got something to say? I don't yeah, know if you I was got something to yet. say, Mr. Um, you? Yeah, I'm not sure if I was introduced yet. This is Elias Shalhoub, the drummer. Who didn't say anything when I said his name. Well, I was too busy setting up the drums. He was too busy so eating good. the water on the floor. Well, that's yours. Now, Elias, tell us. I will tell you whatever you want. Until, like, we can actually hear music. Um, well, the drums are set up. It, we thought we had some bass issues, but those are cleared up, right? Thank God. Okay, they're cleared up. Guitar looks so, good. Wait, we're good then. AKA equipment. It's, it's, it's so key. It's so important to have. Uh, yeah, um... Okay, we, we just need the PA set up. We already have the guitar set up. That'll right? take five seconds. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. Now, Elias. Cool. Yes, sir. We were talking a really in-depth about a very important uh, Napalm Death song. How, what are your feelings on You Suffer? My feeling? Okay. Uh, I really want an in-depth answer. I though. will give you an in-depth answer because I have one. Um, <laughs> All right, buddy. You Suffer. Okay. If, have you you know anything about Buddhism? A little Here bit. The first and thing that they say, the first thing they up. say, is that suffering is all around us, this and that's deep. you know, and that that, that, that that's really it. That is, uh, <laughs> and the point is to end all of the suffering. So that's what Buddhism tries to you know help with, or you know, preach wisdom in. So you suffer is really like an outcry. Um, you know, why should you suffer? And maybe they're all Buddhists over there. I don't know. But I just love that song. And I like the uh, fourth solo after the second bridge, right before the ending there. I, I really, um, it's, it's really hard to play. So, yeah. Hey, tell me about your, your drum fills. Yeah, tell us about your drum fills, man. No <laughs> pressure. I no feel pressure. the... I tell feel them about Brett Dubin. Don't. I fill the cracks in the cement with my drum fills. Ha ha. <laughs> he rebuilds paveways. He I does community Ryan, service with his drumming. I think Ryan doesn't want to be in the band anymore. Yeah, ha no, ha. I quit. That's it. Thanks. That's the disintegration of this band. Ryan quits and I'm fired. By Ryan. <laughs> right, That's an awesome see. song. I'll grow an extra Yo, bring some over for me, please. Absolutely. Let me uh, get one more thing. Remember that. Oh, dude, we got plenty more, man. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, they're really good. Dude, that stuff wakes you up before you drive, too. Oh, yeah. I should actually eat this when I get back from work, because I just fall while I sleep, and I like to be awake for more than five Dude, minutes. this is way better than coffee, though, man. Because <laughs> it's just, like, such, like... A rush, you know? Coffee, um... Yeah, I never really got into the whole caffeine thing. I just, uh... I don't like addicting substances like coffee or even nicotine I never even got into. Cocaine is a different story. Do not talk smack about cocaine. Don't talk crack! (laughs) (laughs) 
We're a drug-free band. Just saying. Yeah, actually, we are. None of us do any uh, drugs at all. We may seem like it at all times, but that happens to not be the case. Literally on all the drugs. All, yeah. Ryan is literally a walking hazard. If you touch him, you will probably get AIDS from all the drugs he has in his body. What about if you poke him with a stick? Pokemon. Don't, don't, don't. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the Pokemon Muck? You know, it's a big glob grease. of purple grease. Oh, yeah, they have them all the time in my town. <laughs> this is New Jersey, you know? It's basically, if you touch Ryan with a stick, mucks will pour out of his stomach. It's just gruesome. It out of, out of his spine, actually. It is the abyss. We actually call his stomach the abyss. Why are you singing into that, Mike? This is... <laughs> all right. You That's clearing fine. your throat or auditioning for a death metal band? All of the above. Ryan, um, Ryan actually started a death metal band. A couple years ago, it was called the Nine Inch Sloth Toes. <laughs> and the first song was called Sloth Grinder. It was filled with such hate, aggression, and just pure anti-life. And kittens. And kittens. Every member of his band quit because they were terrified Ryan would murder them from how angry Ryan was when singing it. Give us a sample, Ryan. Yeah! So, you know, it was, it was sort of... I mean, the lyrics were pretty much... Nine, uh, sloth grinder, sloth grinder, throw him to the wood chipper. But oh man, is it aggressive when he sings it. Sloth grinder, sloth grinder, throw him into the wood chipper! Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and he was eyebrowless, so all his members quit because they were terrified of him. <laughs> yeah. Sloth! <laughs> sloth grinder! Sloth grinder! <laughs> okay, we should be about ready yeah, to. So I think we're good. Yeah. So let's. Do you well, have any more questions? Well, not ready to start? play, um, but ready to yeah, do a sound check you, or something. You need to here. like play now. All right, buddy. Nope. Okay. What's up? I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. We'll get that under control for you. I'm gonna just go over here and turn on my handy dandy amp. Okay. Turn that up a little bit. Get some uh, get some crust going on. Yeah, Mike. Yes. Oh, oh. All the loudness. So we're getting ready to uh, put on a. The, the first right, live grindcore show at MSC right. ever. Here we go. Stay tuned. Um, the drums are gonna have to be picked up through this, but um. Okay. Right. Maybe um. Yo, Ryan. What? Turn it a little bit. Turn down. Because you're right there. Yeah. I'll turn down a little bit too. Like so. Turn down and then we are yeah, moving ahead with the show. Turn down a lot. All right. Let's turn down a lot. For him, for his second mic. Uh, yeah. Or Whatever you recommend. Actually. Ryan, test your mic. Hold on a sec. Wait, my real mic or yeah. the radio? Okay. Yes! The guys in toxicology are ready to speak or and sing. All right, uh, I'm Mike from toxicology. Uh, Mike, get yes. over here to. Uh, oh, my apologies. Hi, I'm Mike from toxicology, and you're going to be hearing some of our songs in a minute. Yeah, yeah. this will be uh, where you're doing uh, vocals. Yes. I'm not going to be using that. No, you use that, but also use this. 
And um, that'll be used for like the bass and drums, and I guess guitars will be there. Alright. So. I know I can be loud here. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to adjust the level. Okay, so yeah, that's fine. Start that's fine. Talking, all right, so this is going to be just uh, a quick test, really quick. Test! 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 That was a vocal test. <laughs> We're going to start off with a song of ours called Severed State. Here we go. So that was pretty good. That 
was uh, that was Severed State by Toxicology. If you're just tuning in right now. All right, this next song is going to be a cover of The Misfits, and this song is titled "We Bite." Listening to WMSC 90.3, Montclair uh, State University. You have room for maybe you suffer, but that, that's it. All right. Well, this is a cover. It's <laughs> a cover of Napalm Death's You Suffer! Hold on. Off of their first album, Scum. This is when they had their original singer, who is now in Cathedral, and this song has a lot of internal conflict in the All right, lyrics. Get ready. Pay attention, it's a 10 minute song. Hold Here on, we go. Hold on. Toxicology covering You Suffer. I'm gonna have to do that one more time. One more time. That was Toxicology covering You Suffer. I know it was a long song, but thank you guys for sticking through that with us. Right! <laughs> Ryan, what would you do to people's families? I will eat them! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's and this is this is our song, well, "Inherited Manslaughter." This is the first song we ever wrote. What you guys wrote? Also, do your job. After inherited. All right. This is Toxicology performing "Inherited Manslaughter." Uh, just give us one moment for our drummer to realign his existence, and then we might be doing another cover afterwards. But you'll have to see. Keep tuning in. What station is this, Nick? You tell everybody. Your favorite station. WMSC 90.3. The Metal Station! Here we go! Oh, 
Hey, this is Casey Orr from Rigor Mortis, War, Ministry, the hell you, whatever else you got. And you're rocking out on WMSC 9.3. Hey, this is Japan Nick. Listen to my show, Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium, Friday nights at 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. on WMSC 90.3, WMSCRadio.com. Check out my interviews at SoundCloud.com slash japan dash nick with musicians from texas california new jersey new york and norway this is mike from toxicology again if you haven't been tuning in we played a song southern state and heard a manslaughter cover of uh we bite by the misfits and this next song is a cover by discharge called fight back off of one of their earliest uh demos or eps one of those two tuning in this was toxicology back to you nick well tonight i have um new jersey uh crusty grindcore band toxicology with me tonight 
They had an interview, and they're doing a lot of live songs tonight. Definitely stay tuned, because this is unlike any show I've done before. And I think this is a first for WMSC, having a live grindcore band in the studio the playing. Few, dude? That's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We're making, uh, breaking walls over here, making history, dude. Seems just like yesterday. I was back here helping you guys out with the uh, metal station kind of like yeah. a year or two ago. Man, now we're back here playing. Definitely, uh, if you're ever up for any more, let us know, dude. We're definitely down to play some more. You should definitely get Bomb Scare and Zamboni down here too, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like um, things are going to be really exciting next month when the uh, brand new studio is revealed. And um, all sorts of new doors will be able to be opened up for you live mean, bands. You mean the doors, like that one band from the 60s? The yeah, we're actually going like, to like go to that graveyard, and we're going to like bring out like Jim Morrison's corpse. Oh, and we're just going to like just put a mic up to his corpse, and like the maggots are going to make music. Oh, come on. That sounds like a black sounds, metal band. That sounds pretty we're good. Not, we're not black metal yet. No, that's death metal, man. Come on. He's, he's yeah, been dead for like, true. what, 50 years? The black metal fans. I think well, the death metal fans sing about it, the black metal fans do it. I think necromancy kind of generally falls in both scenes, so yeah. it's all good. Yeah, good blend, <laughs> definitely. Yay for necromancy. <laughs> now, Mike, yeah. tell me your thoughts on supporting necromancy in the New Jersey metal scenes. Well, I think it's pretty important that you definitely support necromancy. Especially if you're in any type of extreme band. Elias, come on, what do you think? We are so extreme right now. Our original uh, band yeah. was called Crying for Tuesday. Crying for... <laughs> Don't talk about that. That was, uh, that was during our poetic days. Post, uh, one post, day, post. it was supposed to be a spoken word poetry session. We went up on stage and uh, we were just like, you know, you know, F this. You know, we're not going to play this anymore. We tuned all of it, everything down to drop A. And uh, yes, we just started yes. playing Cannibal Corpse on stage. And all the mid-80-year-olds were revolted, but then they ripped off their masks, and they were actually all Ryan's family. That was it, quite the day. Yeah, it, it was like it a was, strange code. It was a post. It was a post-degent uh, experimental band. Oh, I agree. Uh, agree. Yes. Post-gent, yeah. Post-gent. I mean, post -gent. We're, we're gents, but you have the sarcasm that puts. We us pronounce the, the D in gent, so we say we like to say degent. What about gent? Do you mean? Oh, okay, racist. Do you mean gent as in gen 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 gen? I gotta tell you, it was a lot of fun playing here. We fit in that little place and made an awesome sound. It was awesome. What are your thoughts on the show you played in Adam's basement? Well, that was our first show. It was pretty crazy. We were not ready for it. Nope. But it was uh, it was plenty of fun, and everyone had a great time. We got girls to mosh. We got girls to girls mosh. to mosh. Yeah, which uh, is pretty goals. sick. So girls to mosh. But uh, and I mean, my and uh, Adam's parents weren't that happy with uh, a loud band like us playing in their basement. Actually, but. I was surprised. Kate's mom actually was like, "You guys did a good job. Good job screaming, Mike." I'm like, "Thanks. <laughs> that feels good." Thanks, mom. <laughs> uh, it was a lot I'm of. The move. <laughs> It was awesome going to that thrash fest, just hearing like Zamboni, everyone else there who's like, "Hey man, wish you guys played." Like, stuff sounds pretty cool. It Felt was it was good, good to finally like see the scene around here. Absolutely. In its current stage, because I was an active member of it, I was a part of it back in 2009 and early 2010, but I got kind of sidetracked. His I guess. members tried to rape and, him, uh, and he, he had to get out of that. Yes, that that is exactly what 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 happened here. So, the the show was great. We I mean we were just you know. 
We had a, like our own little circle pit in the middle of a driveway. That was fantastic. N- you, Nick, you were there. You witnessed this. And um, at the end of the show, I, I stepped in a puddle of what I thought was water. <laughs> it was actually uh, a mixture between mud. Sludge. Uh, probably urine. Um, a little bit of mud. Uh, Coors Light beer and um and s- like a little bit of rain rainwater, but that's about it. Devin's and, uh, looking. Devin's looking into getting his foot amputated. And the that. chicken drumstick was in there. Too. Oh yeah, my uh my half-eaten chicken drum drumstick because I got full and that was, that was pretty good. I thought you know YOLO just throw in the puddle. YOLO. <laughs> Stepped in a sludge fest. YOLO. <laughs> Ryan, here's a good question. What are your thoughts on YOLO? On YOLO. And swag. Just, Swag. Just Ryan. Swag. Just Ryan. Swag. All right. That's good to know. We apologize for what just happened to your ears. And that is, yeah. those are my thoughts on YOLO. Ryan, yeah. The one time a guy came up to Ryan no, and he was just like, hey man, I, I stole this dollar bill from this guy who was just standing there, just waving it around. YOLO. Ryan stared him right in the eyes. And bit his head off and said, I will feed you to my wood chipper. That was quite gruesome. Devin, Devin, you were you were petrified from that, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Actually want to have a pet I, I hugged the nearest electrical pole in fright. And, uh... What about you, Elias? Yeah, what, what are your what thoughts? You, what, were your, what were your thoughts on, on that? On Ryan's rage. On that occurrence when he bit off a person's head. I mean, I thought it was a start to a beautiful relationship. So a headless man. relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Be- beautiful can be headless. We don't discriminate here. Oh, we have a call. Hello, uh, WMSC ninety point three. What's your question? Oh, hey Rob, what's up? Imagine. <laughs> Who's Rob? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'll be happy. Oh yo, um. Zamboni Rob saying thank you for mentioning uh, the Zamboni. Hey, Fucking hey, Zamboni! Zamboni! Off the Zamboni. We were playing some World War Z earlier. Oh, yes. It was awesome. They have a demo released, if if you don't know. Okay. It's, it's quite good. It. It's quite good. It's amazing. Thanks, man. Stay heavy. Well, you look at those guys calling in. Yeah. Had, they are uh, the nicest people here. Yeah, like Zamboni, the uh, like ever. they're the best. The guitarist calling in. And uh, it was great. The um, Zamboni stock, I was really something. It was better than Wayne stock, actually. Quick comment. Uh, yeah, we were mentioning Zamboni, but uh, I don't see any calls from Bruce Springsteen and the recognition we've been yeah, getting. What, him. Like, what? what's all that about? What? No, none of them. No, you two. I don't understand it. They don't give any uh, recognition. There's a lot of, um... Where's Bon Jovi? Yeah, oh, no. seriously. Come, Come on, Bonnie. Jersey. Come on, Bonnie. Jersey scene. Yeah, yeah. Jersey scene. Where's They're Bon They're the ones Jovi? that are kind of just like, yeah, if you don't like Bono, I really hope you die. It's kind of like, whoa. That escalated quickly. Wait, hey, you got a call. Like call. Nope. You did. Yeah. Do you? Hello? Is there anybody on the line? Is there anybody there? Uh, yeah. Who is this? Was it from an unknown number? Was it from an unknown caller Mike? now? Mike Keen? Mike Keen? Oh, Keen. Yeah, what is your question, Mike? Michael Keane? Or Mike T. K-E-A. Yo, he was saying that your performance was amazing. Is this Michael K-E-A-N-E? Yeah. Michael Keane, I want to let you know I love you. You're a great person. I don't know you, but you're cool. Thank you. Mike G. Hit us up. We'll hang out. Thanks for calling in, man. Mike God. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Come here. Like, you handle this. Just talk <laughs> into the mic. Hello there? Whatever. Just take care of it, Mike. Come on. Oh my god, Mike Tololio. Dude! As dude, dude. How are you doing, Michael Tololio? I, I want to let you know I love you. Dude. How did, uh, how did everything go? Is that, like, is that aired? Is that aired phone call? Thank you very much. Uh, we were very curious because, uh, from our end, we really couldn't hear much, but, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. You really take that, uh, to heart, you know? We're not just one of those bands who are like, oh, yeah, you know, you could play better. Go home, loser. Dude, we gotta hang out this week, though. Alright, buddy. I will send you a text. Alright, bye. The fact that they just made that was Michael Toloiak, guys. He is one of the best people we know. He's um, what was he born from? He was I've never heard of him, right? Yeah, yeah. He was born in the hood with Elias. <laughs> they grew up together. They were grinding sloth skulls for a living. It was, it was pretty cool. Wow, wow, that's great. <laughs> we're a very serious band. <laughs> very, very serious about having fun. Now, have you ever thought about covering? Cotton Eye Joe. Yes, we've oh, done that oh several God. times. Absolutely, yes. A abs absolutely. Hands down. Yeah. Who, who wrote that song? Cotton Eye Joe and uh, Bon Bon Bon. Three songs we're going to have on our next album. That you is suffer. guaranteed. You yeah. suffer too. And you the whole album is going to be 317 tracks. 900 of those are going to be You Suffer. And the other ones will be agoraphobic nosebleed covers. <laughs> for, for you... <laughs> The next thousand will be those. For you, Suffer, we're thinking of, uh, you know, turning it, tuning it down, and we're going to be uh, playing a Doom cover of it, and it's approximately uh, five minutes long, and, uh, wow. yeah. yeah. It's going to be quite well. It's like, it's like the You Suffer cover that was slowed down 500 times. One it's beat just per minute. <laughs> and that, that's, that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's exactly like what it sounds you're like. You're killing like a steer or something. <laughs> it's kind of like it's just running. It's running toward the camera and then just straight into the truck. Just boom, done, dead, end of its life. Devin, All right. All right. and it's midnight o'clock, and you are listening to WMSC ninety point three. The metal station with. Toxicology. I'd like to make one sh shout out to my beautiful girlfriend Michelle. I love you. And I'd like to make a shout out to uh, my beautiful. Yeah, uh, anybody out there? To I me. guess. To, to, to me. I'm making a shout out to Devin because I love him. Thank Michelle, you. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to fight me for him. Ooh. This Greece is the best person. Scandalous guys, the one that. What's up, Webisoid? This is Luna from Holy Grail, and you're listening to WMFC 90.3. Shred on! Okay, now we're back. And, um... Do we want to have some more stupid rambling, or should we play more music? I think we should play more music, because no music. one wants to hear us talk. Music. I'm making a shout out to my pet wall, Assal Pataglia. And I love you, and you are now going to be my daughter wife. Absolutely, you're the best person. Also, I want to make a shout out to Bruce Springsteen, wherever that man is. Bruce Springsteen, I want to let you know, I am your biggest guy. Just biggest. <laughs> your biggest. <laughs> not, my, a my, not a fan. I've never oh listened to your songs, but I'm your biggest guy. <laughs> Born in the USA, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. 
All right, so someone should like call in and tell us whether or not to play music or uh, or just keep talking like jerks. Cause that's do they know the number? There, there's your yeah, option. The number is nine seven three six five five four two five six five four two nine. Oh, dudes! <laughs> a call. Sick. Yo, dude, what's up? Who is it? Um, hold on a second. Oh, you want to hear some more music? Okay, then uh, we're gonna put the guys on. Thanks, man. Woo! Yeah. You gotta start playing. Woo! Woo! What are we playing? Woo! We're not playing anything. Yeah, we are. Well, we got something for you. We're gonna put on this? track oh, two. What is Eye for an eye and tune. Put on track two. Eye for an eye. If you guys like our music, this band is one of the best things ever, and this song is directly a Slayer influence. It's amazing and tuned. Greatest guys ever. Wait, yeah, crap. Wait, what, wait, what else could we play? <laughs> like, even hypothetically. I'm not playing. They are from this Now, say something. Something. Something, anything. Anything you want, buddy. <laughs> we are Toxicology. We are from uh, a combination of Fairlawn, Ridgewood, and Lodi, New Jersey. And I'm their manager. What's up this, there, guys? This is the guy, Devin Gubin Babinson. He's a good guy, this guy. My name's here. Leif Erickson. His name is Leif Erickson. Leif Erickson! You better give us a shout-out. Not directly related to the other Leif Erickson, but... Uh, he's, he's Leif Erickson Esquire. Prescott. I changed my name by law. By law. So. So. His, his, his original name was Bruce Springsteen, but he changed it out of... Uh, so you did a good job on the logo over there. It looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. but um, it, it looks like my five-year-old drawing. And that's okay. good. Five-year-olds is what we need you, in this band. Trying to scribble I do not mean that in any way sexually. I'm just saying uh, we have five-year-old attitudes. So now, uh, I believe um, one of your members has a really funny uh, spelling for his name. Yes. It's spelled um, Raymond Luxury Yacht, but it's pronounced um, Throat Wobbler Mangrove. <laughs> Can you discuss how that happened? Basically, um, me and Devin were hanging out one day, and we were just, you know, playing this game, this horror game, SCP. And while we were playing it, cool. all these things came to our mind, just sudden realizations. And then Devin pulled something out of his pocket, and it appeared to be just a, a, a pile of goop, but... Uh, sludge. It was actually sludge. Yes. And covered sludge. It was, it, was, it was actually a note covered in sludge. It was enough petroleum to offset our... Um our economic problems right yeah, now in yeah, America. More than enough. I, it, it was um, a, a new form of petroleum, very concentrated. Enough to definitely fuel anything for the rest of forever. But uh, when Ryan came downstairs, his hatred ignited a spark and it lit fire. And, and it's permanently it, burning now. It also lit his eyebrows off. And now that's why Ryan can never grow eyebrows back again. And you should see him. If you have ever seen the movie The Hunchback of Notre Dame, picture him plus sloth plus muck. All screaming aggressively and at a, like a gorilla at kittens, yeah. so loudly and aggressively that the kitten's hair melts off. Doesn't fall, doesn't blast, it melts. Yes, that's how much fear. And that's anger. our new album artwork. That's what we're working on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we want to thank you for having us on. Yeah, thank you so. So much. far, it's been really fun. It was great playing, and uh, it's great hanging out. Gonna have a lot more fun time here tonight. Best station around. This is. This is where I worked uh, for my first, uh, my second semester in Montclair. All I did was this every uh, every Wednesday, every yeah. Wednesday night. It was great. 
And uh, it was a lot of fun. That was back when I had the title of Mankther Mike for my radio name. Wait, Mankther Mike? It was Mankther Mike. You still Mike. have that title. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mankthers are by far the best things uh, on yeah. existence. Basically, if we call you a Mankther, that is the best compliment we can ever have. Ma you are Nick, bloodkin. You are definitely a Mankther. You are bloodkin. You are, you are basically yeah. Donovan, leech. But um, yeah, Devin broke his knee today. Yeah. Ha ha. It's it's. Ah. This kind of looks like you just spilled tomatoes on it. It's my good pair of jeans too. It's actually the clean one. Ah. Now you're gonna have to like rip the other side to make it match. I'll do that for you, Gooby. Okay. Oh, you better do it now, cause you don't want him going out with like unmatching jeans. Yeah, cause then you're gonna get yelled at by people who are fans of like, you know, like bands. Jeans. Do you have any sharp objects like uh, I don't know, razors? You have to cut it with Ryan's teeth. Oh, Ryan's teeth. Ryan, get over here. Look, Come here. I don't know. The you're, only thing I can think cut of this is with your breaking teeth. A, a CD that sucks and cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It worked. And Ryan ate that portion of his jeans away. Now we're doing pretty good. Unfortunately, Ryan has necrotizing fasciitis, and now Devin is a zombie. I have necrotizing fascism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, actually, the topic came to mind. Uh, uh, nowhere. I was going to talk about like we're getting our recordings done at some point, some in the near future. I would like to give a shout out to Vin Ferrara. Vin Ferrara. Vin Ferrara for being a great support. Out of ten hours of technical difficulties, the man stood through, and he just stayed con like stayed patient with Here's us. Here's a little you know? short story. We were in our guitarist Ryan's basement. This was fun. Trying to think of a, you know, cost-effective way of recording some sort of demo or EP, and what wound up happening after technical difficulties, we after all the wires are sprawled out, he was actually using the bathroom in the basement as his control room, at one point. That's uh, that's some dedication, and um, yeah, he 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 did a lot for us. He really he really is a great guy oh. for doing this all for free, yeah. especially. Um, I would also like to give him some credit for surviving the entire afternoon. I mean, not saying it's a bad song. Listening to Gundam Star for uh, at least yes. four hours of the technical difficulties on repeat, yeah. and it's a great song. Technological differences. The only thing is when he had technological. Differences and difficulties while listening to that song. It's probably not the best thing and Ryan looked like he was ready to eat a cat that day Hire a guy named Vin Ferraro to do any live mixing He's he, the man. He really is a great guy. If you want anybody to do it right. He, he, he's your guy V-I-N-N-I-E Ferraro F-E-R-R-A-R-O You better add him on Facebook. He has lots of experience. He, he's been doing this stuff since like ninth grade he made a stereo system out of a bass amp and a couple of speakers he found on the street, and it sounded it sounded better than anything that like Sony could put out. Is he out. better than MacGyver though? Absolutely. Um, he's he's better better than MacGyver. Corey he's also Mall better has, looking, better looking than MacGyver, hands down. Yes, better yeah. way better. Would you looking. say that to MacGyver's face though? Oh I would mm. probably bring MacGyver out to an expensive dinner, all of us. And Ryan will be wearing a tuxedo. We None of us we will. We would just sit him down, you know. And Ryan would just be like, listen, listen, buddy. Uh, we just got to tell you, you're ugly. Go home! Yes. Sorry if we clipped the speakers. Again. Again. Here you go, Ryan. You can have your I'm going to look for another CD. Hold on. Yo, yes. Vin, you're going to have to set up like a Facebook um, page or something for your actually, services. Actually, Nick, is that album right there, that Gorefest album, is that a checked album? I'm not, I don't really remember the... 
Absolutely. We're going to be playing a song off of Gorefest's album La Muerte. This is one of their two comeback albums. It's the album right before Rise to Ruin, which was good. It was a return back to their roots, but not necessarily a as good as Rise to Ruin. Rise to Ruin is my favorite album. This song is called Malicious Intent. If I'm not mistaken, it's track five. This is Gorefest, and this is the singer that has the most unique voice up there with Barney. They're probably parallel... And Mari from Napalm Death, that is. His real name is Sebastian. Or I, it's probably something like that. But uh, yeah, this song is by Gorefest, one of the heaviest death metal bands that has ever existed. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a shout out to Assault the Pet Wall. I want her to marry me. This is Mike, oh. by the way. Saul. Oh, look at what Should Ryan caught out of the bag. That's, cool. yeah, That's a good factory. Mechanized is awesome. Now, Mike. Yes. And tell me, twin. what do you think was the best? Charles Bronson uh, movie ever. Oh. Uh, the first thing that ever goes to my mind whenever I think of Charles Bronson is Death Wish 1. Especially considering the fact that, uh, I think his name, Jeff Bloom, the guy from The Lost World was in it. That movie is, is so awesome. Seeing him divert from, like, a normal life to uh, where his ruthless, like, badass character comes from, you know? Uh, what would you say yours is, Nick? Three, because they fire rocket launchers in it. <laughs> that is true. That is very, very true. Because, I mean, just like, it doesn't matter fast. what type of movie it is. You fire off rocket launchers or bazookas. It, it instantly very, like, turns it into, like, an American class. Absolutely. Well, I entirely agree. That's why so every awesome. lethal weapon has been Dude, the best movie yeah. ever made. Uh, if Pulp Fiction had rocket launchers, maybe I would actually like I, the I like movie. The no, I love Pulp Fiction. <laughs> if it had rocket launchers, it would be a little Tried bit better. One, if possible. Thank you. But, um... Yeah, so uh, shout out to anybody think, uh, listening to us. Thank you very much. We are Toxicology. This is Arias the Grease. Hi, guys. This is Deben Sul, also known as Gooby. Hi. And Ryan Chu is going to yell for us. <laughs> that was Ryan Chu. And we have a guest. We have a guest with us, one of our friends, Alex Galprin. Say something on the air. What up, computers? That is our friend, Alex Galprin. He's a troll. <laughs> he's a troll, but he's a good guy, and he's sitting through uh, the whole... Show with us. He's, he's helped us out with our gear and everything. Yeah, he's a good trooper because uh, we didn't even expect him to help us. I was just like, "I right, come with us," and I was like, "Oh wait, equipment." So then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll help." It's a good guy. He, he deserves to get paid. When so Iron Maiden wrote the song "The Trooper," they were thinking about him because he's yeah, a trooper. Absolutely, he's also known as the troll. It was also known as the troller. Uh, what? No, that's Gorefest. This that's is Gorefest. Gorefest. This is Gorefest. It doesn't look like a... Put it back in the CD. Yeah. GF La Muerte. Uh, Where, where's the case? La Muerte, La Muerte. That's not how Gorefest sounds. And there it is. And that's not it. Now, uh, I just like should I play another song or what? Yeah, dude. Before you do, I gotta yeah, say, Nick, this beef jerky is very divine. Yeah, this beef jerky is awesome. It's pretty outstanding. Like, I wish that everyone listening to us could experience the jerky. Everyone buy oh, jerky. Hold on. Here, check this out. Can you what? Hear that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta chew louder. Oh no 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 no! Gotta chew like a horse. I'm gonna do you a uh, a vocal pattern. You're gonna do him? something. <laughs> something my brother Tom Mark came up with today. Let me know if you like it. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> And then you need like an atom bomb dropping. <laughs> I'm just gonna do a 
just gonna grease over here and see if I can find this album cover. It might be over here. There it is. What are you guys playing? Now, do you think I could get you guys to play maybe one more track? Oh God. Um, from us? Yes. You'd have to talk after to they, after the guys in the bathroom come back. You'd have okay. Well, the only I, honestly, right now, the only thing I think keeping us from doing it is that um, Elias's kit keeps moving. But I think that we can that we can like try and take the doorstop from there or something, or get some weights on it and uh, fix that. But yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know. Oh wait, right. Yeah, no, we have like two things that we could three. Yeah. Well, anyway. Do you like playing Fear? Fear? Fear. What do you mean? You know that band, Fear. Band Fear. I am not familiar, unfortunately. You know, like they, uh, I think John Belushi invited them to Saturday Night Live, and then I don't think he was ever able to invite anybody ever back to Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Wait do, you, wait, do you have Fear? Over there? No. Ah. Whatever. They probably do. So, in any case, we should probably... This is Toshio Komori of Fast Kill, and you are listening to Double MSC 19.3. Hey, this is Japan Nick. Listen to my show, Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium, Friday nights at 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. on WMSC 90.3, WMSCRadio.com. Check out my interviews at SoundCloud.com slash Japan Nick with musicians from Texas, California, New Jersey, New York, and Norway. So anyways, speaking about beef jerky, when are you guys going to um, make that uh, concept album entirely dedicated to beef jerky? That's going to be somewhere down the road. Uh, we haven't really discussed the specifics about it just yet because, you know, we want to get through with at least the first EP. There's more of this right there, right? Wait, that's still got stuff in it because I don't want to be the jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, super, because I will go out and buy more. <laughs> this is awesome. But, yeah, no, so... um. So yeah, I mean, we're thinking, you know, after the first EP, you know, before the first actual Toxicology album, we're going to actually put out that, the, uh, the Beef Jerky concept album. It's going to be 29 tracks, and they're all going to be dedicated to different varieties of beef jerky. And if there's not 29 varieties of beef jerky, which would be a very disheartening fact... Charles Bronson Ghost will rise from the grave and put a death wish out on you. Basically. You know, so we got to step up to the plate and invent some beef jerky, if need be. Now, roadie person, what do you have to say about this um, beef jerky concept album? Mr. Roadie. Um, I don't know. There's really not much to say. I don't know what to say. Um, do you have something to say about this? Yeah, but give me, bo yeah, but give me both the microphones. All right, so. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's so bad for you. But yeah, so, um, I mean, personally, I think it says a lot about, about us as a band that we're willing to put our lives on the line like that before actually even doing a first, you know, proper album. Considering we're messing with the poltergeist of Charles Bronson. Dangerous stuff. See, this is, this is about the time where I wish that the sexy jazz man, you know, sexy saxophone guy, would just, like, barge in and just play a live set right here. Actually, wait, can we just... Do we have that? Nah. I'm gonna find it. 
don't even care. <laughs> Gonna get some careless whisper in here. We're not whispering about him, are we? Of course no. not. So I guess, so. ultimately, what has been the verdict on beef jerky? Cactus Pete's? Or, um... Wait a second. Cactus Pete's? Or Heidi Joe's? Yeah, Cactus Pete or Heidi Joe. I think, I think as a band, Heidi Joe. But between, between the four of us, definitely Heidi Joe takes the cake. Personally, though, Cactus Pete is really delicious, and I love it. But Heidi Joe is still great. In fact, if you see any of these, either of these, I guess, in a store somewhere, and I don't think you would because they're homemade. Should we just wow! should, I, should I just, like, straight up plug this? Yes, no. yes. All right, so what you want to do is go to Cactus Pete's Homemade Jerky on 319 Route 94 South. That's Warwick, right. Warwick, New York. You go there and you enjoy it. You go there, you buy all the beef jerky. And I mean all of it. Eat it all right in front of the cashier. You're being a promotionist. I am a promotionist. Ryan Lewis, professional perf performonotionist. Ryan Lewis, professional promotionalist. There we go. Dot com. Anything from Dot com. Sorry for our absence. We were getting our iPods so we could play extended music. Wow, we took a long time. Yeah, you did. Yo, Jesus. you guys should play one more song live. One more song live. Ray Brutal was saying it'd be a good idea. Ooh. Well. Well. You can't disappoint can Ray Brutal. Play? Look at that guy. Uh. Mr. All. Oh, you should play another song on the radio because you guys are. Well, you think you're so cool? Well, you are. So. Oh, you think we're better than you? Well, we're not. Playing music? Nope. We never played music ever. Song structures. How did you just IM him? Huh? Because I no, apparently it's still logged in on this. I said it on the air. No one heard me. Ryan. Ryan Lewis, professional promotionalist for Beef Jerky. Ryan Lewis was born Could in the age of the Beatles. All right, here's an idea. If Beef Jerky ads were... were um, Based around the Beatles. That and announced... Just the way that uh, that golf announcers do it. So I'll be like, this beef jerky is very nice. It's Buy some beef jerky for today. It'll sound like John Lennon's promoting it you. It sounds like you're like <laughs> choreographing like a, a crocodile Dundee or something. Actually. Well, is that a bad idea? I don't think <laughs> so. In fact, that sounds like the best idea. So. I don't know. Why don't we turn the mic to sleep like if you thought that Okay, worse place. Yes. I touched. This person. Now there's one piece of beef turkey left. Mine. I'm well, <laughs> that was settled pretty quickly. Now I'm just gonna throw it into the air and whoever gets it gets. Your it. studio will be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like this isn't. Oh, fine. This one's yours. There you go. There we go. Unfair. Round two. What? Yeah, I didn't even catch it, but it's mine now. That was horrible. Well then, now what kinds of like social medias do you guys like to use and abuse? None. We're socio anarchists. Tumblr. Yeah, we are. I love Facebook. No, I'm kidding. I kind of hate it. Yes, so. but anyway, you actually like put down the pages and stuff, or just be like Facebook, Facebook. But yeah, no. All right, so our Facebook page is uh, Toxicology NJ. At, so, um, so Facebook.com Facebook slash, slash Toxicology, toxicology NJ. NJ at 
that yeah. dot Facebook. We have our own. <laughs> it's not Tumblr. I keep forgetting. <laughs> we have our own domain on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I actually bought MJ. Facebook. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine? What did you do? No. Like beat up Mark Zuckerberg or something? No, he's joining he our band to next us. week. He yeah, yeah. He, he's gonna be the new bassist. He's like, hey, dude, I really want to play, so you can have Facebook. I mean, I'm bored of it. <laughs> It's like I'm done developing I get, it. I log on. I get it's only worth like a million billion dollars. It's only so. worth like a billion dollars. Not after Ryan was done. Forget it. All yeah. the profit. <laughs> no, see, all I had to do was change all the fonts to Comic Sans. <laughs> and and Wingdings. And Wingdings <laughs> is it, man. I can't speak <laughs> words. Steve. We're playing Space Boy, by the way. Oh, yes. That... <laughs> I don't even... So... But yeah, so like... To change up... Change up pace for today... We're not going to play a metal song. In fact, we're or not going to play a song at all. This and it is, is an experience. experience. This, is, a this is literally the best pawn, thing pawn, ever. Pawn. Hey, right, so. you promised me pawn, pawn, pawn. We didn't promise you it today, Yeah, though. you did, you did. Not today. It'll happen. You did it because you ate the beef jerky. Today That's is not today. That's what happened to me, baby Seamus. You just yeah, got to be patient. Lad. That's what happens when you eat beef jerky. You get impatient and sweaty. You hey, anybody want to eat the beef jerky off the floor? Yes! Did, Actually, no. I did I floor forget beef jerky? Floor Actually, you know, beef what, jerky. you know what? You know what? Give it here. I heard it tastes go, really good. Go pick it up. Floor, I don't get no, it. no, you, you come I here and you get it. I can't like slime under there. I just won't fit. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. <laughs> 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 oh! Oh! That's so disgusting. That is just okay, the now crustiest. Like, now I'm actually starting to have, actually, no, I don't even care. Give that thing. Devin? Devin. Oh! <laughs> he ate it. Oh my and god. And that was Devin Ray eating an unknown aged beef jerky. <laughs> he just he stepped out of the studio so he can go vomit. He is now the most crusty member of any band. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I guess. Oh my god. <laughs> there, was one, there was one more piece in this bag that he didn't know about. Ah. No, he didn't know about. That's the one that he's never thrown around before. <laughs> I can't believe you ate that. There's probably hair Carpet on it. Carpet Oh. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I've lost my appetite. Should I drop the other piece on the ground and start? <laughs> Will you eat it still? Now I've gotten used to it, I guess so. I don't know. You know what you oh. should do actually is you should is you should hide a piece of uh, beef jerky under the um. You know what you can have oh, under the you. under the uh, wind filter, so that if someone is really close to it and they can actually smell the beef jerky, they'll be like, oh my god, I want that. You know what then they'll be like eating the microphone. You know, during that rant, I was expecting you to just be like, you know, you just do the, well, I guess nobody's listening to me. Well, I shouted. And then everyone's going to look at you and be like, what? So guys, Tarsicology might play another song. Oh yeah, by the way, this is Fox Blog. Yeah, give us a letter and we'll play a song from that letter or something close to it. Actually, if anyone writes me a letter of recommendation and gets me a job, I will play any song they want. Just get me a job that I can buy an apartment with. What? Where? Did letter of... <laughs> now you see... You see how that dude wrote O? In I Facebook? saw that. I, I watched oh, the whole thing. Every time somebody does that, you always have to spell out the rest of the ABCs. Every time. It's like a rule. Oh, wait, 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 was he just like... Huh? Yeah. With, with no punctuation or anything? Okay, everyone, everyone that just says O with no punctuation or real context... Or smileys. Don't do it. Just stop. We will fire you. We, no, I will no, fire like, you like, from living. When somebody Personally, does that, like you have to I will show up at your ABCs. house and, and like comb over my hair. I will shave half of my head. And eyebrows. And my eyebrows. Come to your house with a comb over and a suit and, and say, lipstick. you're fired. 
from living. And I'll tell your mom, too, and she'll be like, well, guess that settles it. You're fired. <laughs> You'll also be wearing white lipstick, so it doesn't look, it looks like you don't have lips either. Yeah. I mean, whatever it takes. Assuming you're white. You look like this. Yeah, so, in any case... We've got some, uh, some sick tracks lined up here. Nope. No, no, no. 60 tracks thrash. Are we gonna the actually do tracks grind. Are, we, are we gonna actually play, uh, uh yeah, Space sure, Boy? dude. If you were, we're gonna Space? play. Yes. This song is by David care. Rogers, and it is called Space Boy. It's the greasiest song ever made. Oh, come on. Pon, pon, pon. I don't have pon, 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 so you're gonna have to look at him. Or, or Ariasu. Ariasu, ping, pang, tarantitu. Yeah, God. It I assume. Yeah, yeah. Ping pong. One second, guys. <laughs> what? Ping pong. Okay. This is Championship by Dave Rogers. Now, Mike. Uh, yes. Tell me about like how you felt tonight <laughs> went. Tonight, uh, we went here. Nauseous. Had a oh yeah, nauseous. Uh, filled with a lot of urine. Dang, it was a great night. <laughs> oh God. It was a great night. Tons of adrenaline, a lot of fun. It was awesome. Right, jerky <laughs> off the ground after I stepped on Devin it with my shoe. Devin is gonna literally explode himself from eating that beef jerky. <gasps> but uh, you were listening into Toxicology. If you heard us earlier, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, uh, for our callers, Mike Teluiak, um, Saul Bataglia, Zamboni Rob. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome. Can't wait to play with you again. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll be doing more stuff like this in the future, Nick. It'll be yeah. a lot of fun. Goodbye, radio. Wait one moment. Ryan and I have a surprise for Absol. Absol. Let's Ass-all. go. Absol. All right. I don't actually. Just I want to be. I want to be the very best. No one ever was. Tap down. Bitch, yeah, is my real test. To trade them is my cause. I will travel across the land. Surfing far and wide To Pokemon to understand The power that's inside Pokemon! Gotta catch them with me I know it's a destiny Pokemon! Oh, you're my best friend In a world we must defend Pokemon! Gotta catch them, it's all so true I go and jump a left through. You teach me and I'll teach you. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. That's for you, Epsol. We love you. That was my marriage song for you. You gotta marry me now. And that was Toxicology. Good night, everybody. Thank you for having us, Nick. And remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. Because if you don't, who will? Alamo, 1912, never forget.